everybody. He's the wizard. She's Dorothy. I'm the scarecrow. No, that ain't it. He's the tin man. She's the wicked witch of the east. I'm the lion. No, that ain't it either. We may not be off to see the wizard, but we are off to watch Vikings Report and Drew and Ted. Drewster, how are you? We represent the... I'm doing great, Ted. <laughs> I feel like a munchkin at a miniskirt convention. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. <laughs> how are you doing tonight? Good. I'm representing the Lollipop Guild tonight, which is, could also be called the Minnesota Vikings defense of 2022. We Yeah. What about the Wizard of Oz, Ted? Wait, first off, thank you for joining us tonight. Episode 102. We've got a big show lined up. We have our oldest show premiere tonight with the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. 84 years old this year. 19, was it 1939? Yes, sir. First movie, I believe, to come out in color. Yeah, when it was the first one to go from the black and white to the color. I don't know about you, but to this day, especially when I was a kid, those flying monkeys... Yeah. Freaked me out, man. I like literally had nightmare the first time I saw the flying monkeys. Literally. That's the creepy music? No, I didn't know. They're all in the background flying by and she's going, <laughs> <laughs> Right? What about the witch, the great Margaret Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Whoever made this movie was on mescaline. I'm telling oh, yeah. you, Ted. Yeah? It's a drug trip from the beginning. <laughs> was it a poppy field they fell asleep in? A poppy field they fell asleep in with asbestos falling on them? Oh. 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 Unusual weather we're having, ain't it? <laughs> believe that? <laughs> that was really asbestos? Yeah, it was really full-on asbestos. Wow. Well, look. Thanks to Nick Howard, longtime friend of the show. He requested that we do Wizard of Oz at some point. It's been a while back. If there's a movie you would like us to pay tribute to, let us know right down below in the comments. We've got a list of movies we want to talk about at some point, movies we have talked about in the past. But yeah, if we haven't done it already, we'll put it in the queue and we'll do it. So just let us know in the comments below what you want to, what you want us to talk about besides the Vikings. Ruby, how are you doing this fine evening? Hello, I'm doing good. I'm a little grossed out, though, by the fact that the lion's costume was actually made of real lion skin. Was it really? <laughs> My goodness, what a fuss you're making! A 60-pound costume made of real lion hides brought the cowardly lion to magical life on screen. Yes, it was! That wow. is a great, tasty tidbit. Here's another tasty tidbit. You know Gilda? The red-haired, the witch of the north, the real the pretty one? Glenda, yeah. Or Glinda, Glenda, whatever. She was 54 years old when they made that movie. Are you a good witch or a bad witch? The Wicked Witch was 35. I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too. Really? There's a 20-year difference, yeah. but you never would have guessed it. Yeah, no. she doesn't look 54 years old when she made that thing. Kind of a smoke show. Yeah, speaking of smoking, they were pumping Dorothy up with like two packs of cigarettes a day <laughs> to keep her appetite down so she remained small. Oh, she was on Crosstops and Bennies. That was a, just a precursor to her cornucopia of drug abuse in later years, the great Judy Garland. You know what's weird is her daughter, Liza Minnelli, married the Tin Man's son. Shut the front door, seriously? Not oh, shutting the front door, Ted. How about our Vikings? How about that big game coming up Saturday? We'll kind of talk about it. We'll let you know how we're going to 
handle this week's game and then what we're going to do for the rest of the year. We've got some awards we're going to give out later that are Wizard of Oz themed. Maybe you can figure it out before we get there. And then, of course, we got trivia like we always do. Before we do, though, Deuces is going to run a quick promo about our internet affiliate, Purple Pain Forums, and our little corner of the internet, vikingsreport.com. Hit it, Ruby. There are two places you should probably want to go to to get all your Vikings news and information. One of them is this show right here. The other one is Purple Pain Forums. That's purplepainforums.com. It is the best Vikings message board website conversation room on this here World Wide Web. You could go to 100 other sites, but Purple Pain Forums is the best. They have a lot of contests. They have a lot of great information. They have a bunch of great contributors that give site-only articles and information that you won't see anywhere else. Great group of people to talk with. It's nothing like regular social media. So go to Purple Plane Forums. Great site, well-moderated. Check it out. The other website I'd like to talk to you about real quick is vikingsreport.com. That is our little humble corner of the internet. Ruby's worked about 100 hours to make sure that website's up and running. We got over 100 gifts in our store, I think. We've got contests coming up. So go check out vikingsreport.com. It's got a link to Purple Pain Forums, other appearances and shows we've been on, uh, a link to the Vikings Prize Vault that Ruby and Drew do a great job of maintaining. So Purple Pain Forums, vikingsreport.com. Go check it out. Go check it out. All right. With Purple Pain Forums, there's a lot going on over there. One of the threads that I think you guys should check out if you haven't, I think I've already mentioned it once or twice, but the moderators over there take all the tweets and information about training camp and put them into one thread. You can get caught up if you miss a day or two. You can just scroll back and get caught up on everything that's going on up to the minute with Vikings training camp that's been published on the internet or, or in the local papers or whatever. They got links to some great articles from all over the Vikings blogosphere and, and traditional media outlets. Great place to go check up on the Vikings, purpleplaneforms.com. And at our place, vikingsreport.com, Ruby and Drew have completely remodeled the prize vault. If you go in there, they've got a brand new safe door. It's like pick lock proof. Like not even the dudes from Die Hard could pick that safe now. It's so secure. But in it, you'll find jerseys, hoodies. We've got custom t-shirts, mugs. We've got some season contests coming up this year like we have in the past couple of years we're going to talk about in a couple of weeks. We even got ruby red slippers in there. The ruby red slippers were stolen out of a museum in Minnesota because, like, Judy Garland's from Minnesota. Judy Garland was from Minnesota? Yeah, I think so, yeah. It's been more than 13 years since the theft left folks in Grand Rapids reeling. That is because they claim Judy Garland is one of their own. Grand Rapids is her birthplace and the site of her museum. So today's safe return of the ruby red slippers is cause for celebration. Grand Rapids, right, Ted? Yeah, Grand Rapids, Minnesota. Judy Garland Museum. You can go check it out for yourself. All these different pills on the wall. <laughs> Whole wall of empty vodka bottles. <laughs> terrible. That's terrible. We're going to hell for that. Yes, I guess you're right. Anyways, look, go to VikingsReport.com. <laughs> we do we do prize you know, we do prize giveaways all year. If you win one, you don't have to kill the wicked witch to get a prize. And if you do win a prize, it's not gonna be delivered by those damn flying monkeys. It's gonna just be like UPS or FedEx.
Like I said, we got training camp news. We got uh, some awards we're going to pass out. Yes. Before we do that, Mr. Drew, Tin Man, Lion. (laughs) (laughs) What time is it, brother? Ted? I'm cooler than you are. So why don't you fix your little scarecrow head and light this candle? He's right. We're not in Kansas anymore. Light that candle. <laughs> yes. We're the countdown. All right, I'm cooler than you are. Why don't you fix your little problems and light this candle? He's right. Let's light this candle. He surely is. Light the candle. Yes. Resume the countdown. <laughs> and speaking of which... Before we get into all this, did Dorothy get ripped off in all the prizes or not? Just click your heels. There's nothing for you. You don't get a prize. <laughs> what about Toto? You know, the whole awarding of medals and commendations at the end. So, like, if there's, like, a military operation and a bunch of awards and decorations are handed out, the Tin Man, the Lion, and the Scarecrow, they would be the officers. They get all the big-time awards, you know, the right. Distinguished Service Cross, the, the, the Bronze Stars, all that crap. And then Dorothy, who did all the work, killed the witch here's the broom handle here you go put herself in danger hey thanks good job a little pat on the back that is how the military award system handles can you explain that thanks danny i love washington all that time she could have just cracked her heels together ted oh that's all she had to do what award did you win when you were in the military i kind of looked like a mexican general all i needed was like a little sash going across the side by the time i got out i'd been in so long talk about getting nothing toto got nothing almost got put to sleep he did get something ted he got to bless the planes down in africa (laughs) (laughs) bless the rains down in africa oh geez yeah (laughs) so dumb that's for my cousin court he absolutely hates that song oh i love that song here a little stanza of Go do it. Bless the rains down in Africa. That was so awful, it was beyond description. Bless the rains down in Africa. All right, enough tomfoolery. Hey, one more thing before we get going. Yeah, what do you got? What about when the Scarecrow and Dorothy came upon the Tin Man? The Scarecrow says, it's a metal guy with an axe and a can of lube. Let's take him with us. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Why would you pick that guy up? Okay, first of all, let's backtrack to where she runs into the scarecrow. Oh, there's a scarecrow. (laughs) And it's come to life. Maybe I should just be on my way. Oh, but wait, he's breaking out into song and dance. Let's see how this plays itself out. Had your kids, had your wife. The Vikings' first preseason game that they lost to Seattle 24-13. The one thing I do want to ask you, yeah. Before we put that to bed, move on. What are the one or two or three things you want to see the Vikings improve upon the most between last week and this week's game with the Tennessee Titans? The offensive line has to play better. Okay. Number twos and number threes. All the number threes pretty much did lousy, but the, the offensive line is really concerning to me because those are the depth guys we're going to need during the season. So I'd like to see the offensive line play better. I want to see Jaron Hall play better. Jaron Hall needs to be put at the beginning of the game with the second string offensive line. He was put in there with absolute scrubs. I'd like to see how he progresses. And my number three, Ted, I would like to see, and Wang will get a start back there at running back, Wang Chung. Okay. 
Chandler got 15 touches. I would like to see him get 15 touches, whether it's running, receiving, and see what he could do with the football. He's never really been given a chance at running back. So those are the three things for me. I'm with you on the O-lineman. I'm with you on Jaron Hall. We have seen enough of Nick Mullins. I I think we have enough confidence in Nick Mullins that he can do the job. If Kirk Cousins gets hurt, then Nick Mullins can come in and be a competent NFL quarterback. He's not going to fall any lower than number two, and he's not going to take Kirk's job. So he is what he is. He's number two. Right. I would like to see maybe Mullins get one series with the second team to open the game and then go with Jaron Hall for the rest of the game. He didn't have a very impressive performance last week, but if you go back and watch some of that action when he was in, the offensive line that was in, like you mentioned, when he was playing, did him zero favors. He was under duress and had to bail quite a bit. He's got that roll out and throwing it away thing. He's got that down. Yeah. Yeah, so I'd like to see him with most, if not all, the starters, however they're going to play it. The one guy I'm really pulling for and I hope can kind of kind of pull out of the nosedive he seems to be in is, is cornerback Andrew Booth Jr. You know, the 2022 draft right now isn't looking all that great at the very top of the order. You've got Lewis Seen and Booth, and, and Seen still doesn't seem to have taken over a starting job, and we're into year two now, and we all – Talked about the struggles Andrew Booth had Saturday night in the postgame show. He just didn't look good. He got burned pretty bad by guys that probably aren't going to be playing in the NFL soon. And I would think if it wasn't for anything other than where he was drafted, he'd be on the roster bubble right now. He looks like a sixth or seventh round guy. He did. He really did. Yeah. He has since he's been here. I don't know what the deal is, but I'm with you on that. We need to see something. We need to see some uh, heart and courage. <laughs> and a little bit of brains out of him, Ted. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Speaking of which, in lieu of last Saturday's game, the Vikings told wide receiver Cephas Johnson the third, linebacker William Quenku, and offensive lineman Jackie Chen to hit the yellow brick road and take your little dog too. <laughs> they waved them. Hey, Scarecrow! Water play ball! <laughs> Margaret Hamilton, Ted, tremendous work by her. Oh, yeah, the first time she popped up on the roof where they were lubing up the tin man. Oh, come on! <laughs> Do you know what the lube was for the tin man? Rum. Chocolate syrup. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do another take. Judy Garland would have been French kissing him if it was rum. <laughs> Terrible. So in their place, they signed wide receiver Jacob Copeland. Linebacker Tanner Viejo and tackle Jim Okrafor. Tanner Viejo? Viejo. Oh, okay. Not the a-hole like the dude at the gate of the Emerald City. The witch is not here! Who rang that bell? Can you imagine, you know, talking about the real lion skin and putting jello on horses? Can you imagine the outrage that would come from animal rights groups and all that stuff today if they tried to make that movie and asbestos falling to you falling out. what about you ran away from home and the guy like the guy camping or whatever yeah come on into my wagon here little yeah, all right i'll read your fortune stop it just come along i'll show you that's right here sit right down here <laughs> okay oh that sounds good so Next week, though, for our preview segment, this is kind of an abbreviated preview, we are bringing back the big board. If you watched us at all in the last couple of years, 
every pregame show we do, we have a big board. It's our tribute to the old NFL Today show with Brent Musburger and Jimmy the Greek. If you remember the big preview board with a bunch of different categories, we go down the whole list and decide which team has the advantage and kind of come up with a prediction at the end. We're going to be rolling that out next week for the third and final preseason game. And then for the regular season and hopefully postseason, uh, we'll be doing that every week for our pregame show. So be on the lookout for the return of the big board. And our segment will be opened by the one and the only Robert W. Fonsworth. Robert W. Fonsworth has been off to Emerald City with Dorothy, the Tin Man, and the Field of Opium Poppies. <laughs> so that kind of wraps up our look ahead to this week's game. I mentioned earlier we are going to do some awards. You know, Drew and the Wizard of Oz, the Scarecrow needed a brain, the Tin Man needed a heart, and the Cowardly Lion needed some courage. You know why the Scarecrow was better than all of them? Why? Because nobody could hold a candle to him. <laughs> Stupid. All right, that's, that's a good dad joke, but I'm going to have to wrap this show up. Good night, folks. So we were talking, we should kind of do an award of Vikings who have the big brain, the biggest heart, and the most courage, and we decided to do it throughout franchise history. So we're going back over 60 years when the Wizard of Oz was only like 20 years old. So if you were going to give the Brains Award that the Scarecrow got from the Wizard, who would you give your Brains Award to, Mr. Wizard? I had to split this one and go with two people. Okay. Because there's two people that stand out to me. One's a player, one's a GM. Okay. I had to go with Paul Krause, smartest player I've ever seen on the field. Okay. That includes quarterbacks, everybody. Paul Krause is the smartest football player I've ever seen play. And I'm also giving it to Jim Finks. Okay. Because without Jim Finks, Jim Finks went out and got Bud Grant. And together they built that awesome Hilgenberg, all that stuff. I don't need to go through the names, Ted. Jim Finks was the GM of all that stuff. So he gets the Brains Award. Paul Krause in the field, Jim Finks in the management thing. I'm giving mine to the Honorable Alan Page, who was one of the smartest football players on the field. The way he could set up offensive linemen and make a play as kind of an undersized defensive tackle. Only two players in NFL history have won the MVP award as a defensive player. Alan Page was the first one in 1971. So, for Hart, now you split your brains up into <laughs> split your brains into two. I'm split. I'm splitting my Hart Award into two. I'm giving it to Jim Marshall and Mick Tinglehoff. They were the two captains during the Bud Grant era. They were the two guys. I think when they both retired, were one and two in consecutive games played, and they both played on the line. Tinglehoff was the Vikings' starting center for 17 or 18 years. That's a great Jim man. Marshall was the Vikings' stalwart at defensive end from their very first game in 1961 to their final game in 1979. Two absolutely fantastic selections, Ted. And I did consider them. You know what? I had to give it to John Randall. I've never seen a player play with that much heart in my life. Fair. That's a very good, that's a very good choice. That guy is like the epitome of what you mean to your teammates, what you mean to intensity on the field. I give John Randall the heart award for the Vikings. He has the biggest heart of anybody I've ever seen play on defense. Finally, our courage award. Who did you give that to? You know, my first thought was Corey Stringer, because what more of a sacrifice can you give to a football team than your life? Go fair. I gave my courage, second half of the courage award to Freddie McNeil, old number 54. That guy played through a lot of pain, a lot of injuries and things, and he was always there on Sunday, and he played really well. I like his style of play. I liked his attitude towards the game. And the late Fred McNeil gets my other vote for courage. I look at courage and kind of a synonym for that would be fearlessness. 
And I don't know that there was a guy that was more fearless in Vikings history or played more courageously or with more reckless abandon in the short time he was here than number 11, Joe Cap. Joe Cap was not the most physically gifted player. He was not your prototypical size for a quarterback back in the day. He didn't have a good arm, but he got it done. Yes, he did. And he inspired that Vikings team to do some great things. So on the flip side, here we go. Who do you got for kind of the idiot brain award? I had Mike Lynn, that old GM who made that Kershaw Walker <laughs> trade. Yeah. That is the most brainless thing I've ever seen. That guy's brainless, but I mean all that in a good way. <laughs> who do you got? He was dumb, but yeah. he was dumb like a fox because he was able to write in his contract or when the Metrodome was being built that he would get a percentage of sweet receipts every year until he died. He ended up getting over a million bucks a year. Everybody talks about the Bobby Bonilla deal. It is kind of Bobby Bonilla. Yeah, yeah. My two dumb idiots award, I guess, are opposite <laughs> big brain guys. I'm going with – I got to split it. I have split between two guys. Ontario Wizenator Smith oh. and Corin Robinson. You remember Corin Robinson? Yes, I do. God, God, he was doing 100 miles an hour trying to get back to Mankato. <laughs> that was the Bears guy, right? He had been with the Seahawks. I don't know if he played with the Bears or not. I remember him with the Seahawks beforehand. You know, I'll stick to what I say about Ontario Smith, the Wizenator. Mm-hmm. I sat with his family at a preseason game. Mm-hmm. And I will say this. From a football standpoint, Ontario Smith could have been a top 10 back in this league for his career. I agree, 100%. He had like Billy Sims type stuff. He would have been. He would have been the greatest rusher in Viking history. Yep. Even past Adrian Peterson. Yep. That's how special I thought he was. And he went and he just a dope. And he's one of, and not just Vikings, but how many guys with NFL talent or NBA talent or Major League Baseball talent just piss it away. Piss it away? Ah, ah, that. How does that wizard work, Ted? Never used one. No, 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 no. We're not, we're not doing that. No, we're not, we're not doing that. We're, we're not, not doing, doing that. that. You can talk about TJ Hawkins not practicing, or you can talk about the makeup of a wizardator. What do you want to do? It's your call. It's up to you. <laughs> what do you got for a lack of heart guy? Lack of heart? I have to go with Troy Williamson. He didn't show much heart at all. He didn't try to improve or anything. He just sucked. Yeah. Who'd you have? Yeah, that's who I had, too. Troy Williamson. I mean, like, come on, man. Who'd you have for uh, courage? <laughs> I got Matt Khalil. <laughs> okay, you know who I got for courage? Who? Willie Teal for not making that tackle on Tony Dorsett on that 99-yard. You got to make a better effort than that. You got to have some courage. You got to throw yourself in front of the ball carrier because if you don't, you're going in the record books. That's the guy that gave up the 99-yard and a half, as Don yeah. Harris would say, to Tony Dorsett. 1982, Monday Night Football. I don't know if you've seen the footage, folks, but look at Dorsett's run. It's just the most awful thing you've ever seen. What a piss-poor effort. No courage at all. It was a half-hearted attempt to like try and push him out of bounds, wasn't it? I am the king of the forest. And he tried to like push him out of bounds with his shoulder pad. Get out of bounds! Get out of bounds! What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's our brains, our heart, and our courage award, both good and bad. So take that for what it's worth. All right, we're going to take a little break, and then we will be back right after this with trivia. We represent John Lollipop Gill. John Lollipop Gill. 
What happened to our voices? This is not good. shipping companies can only imagine. Welcome to Toots' Trivia. How you guys doing? Good, Toots. How are you? I did this at the last minute. We've got Vikings that became Titans, Wizard Pods, and Picture Puzzles. Are you ready? Yes. Yes. All right, Vikings that became Titans. This is self-explanatory. This player was drafted by the Vikings in 2015 and spent two years in Minnesota. Fifth round, who is the player? Jaron Kirst? No. So that was the year they drafted Teddy Bridgewater, Diggs. Okay. Um, Anthony Barr. I think Kendricks was in that draft. Was that Jeff Dugan? Michael Pruitt? True. Oh, there you go. Michael, <laughs> that's it. Yes. Good job, yes! Nice! If wow. I only had a brain! <laughs> okay, for 200. Signed by the Vikings as an undrafted free agent out of Vanderbilt in 2019. This player scored three touchdowns in four games during that preseason. Would that be the legend of Audie Cole? No. Um. Oh, Blasson game! <laughs> yes! There it is, yes! Wow! <laughs> Kari Blasson game, I remember that dude. I'm going to have to change my Big Brain Award to one Mr. Drew Horton. <laughs> yeah, he's on fire. All right, for 300, this cornerback spent the first seven years with the 49ers and played 11 games in 2017 with Minnesota. Wow. Um, so that was the year they went to the NFC Championship. He played 11 games in Minnesota and I guess went to Tennessee after that? Yeah. Drawn a blank. I can't. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Tremaine Brock. Not to be confused with the great Lou Brock, Ted. <laughs> and just like that, I catch up. All right, Wizard of Oz. These are questions uh, about the Wizard of Oz for 100. The Wizard of Oz was nominated Best Picture 1940, but lost to what movie? Was it Gone with the Wind? Very good. Ted Glover! Damn! Gone with the Wind! Gone with the Wind! <laughs> <laughs> For 200, when Margaret Hamilton died in 85, did some newspapers write above her obituary? What a bitch she was. Uh, no. Uh, ding dong, the witch is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Oh my god! Alright, for 300, what color were Dorothy's slippers in the book? Silver. Yes. Good job. <laughs> How did you even know that? I'm a man of of a lot of knowledge, Jesus. I am. Okay. Picture puzzle. So this could be a Titans player or a Wizard of Oz character. Got it? Okay. Something Raven? Crow. Raven. Crow. Russell Crow? Russell Crow's an actor. Well, there's never been a Crow Viking. That's the first thing, Ted. What is that, Ted? I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the first thing is. Scary. Uh, yelling. Scared. Yell. 
yelling black crow. Ted, you're on the on the right path. Come on, Ted, sound it out. Sound it out. Scare, scare Chris, it's a scarecrow. It's a scarecrow. <laughs> <laughs> we're so dumb. Oh, we're so dumb. I had a feeling that was going to trip you guys up. For 200, name the player or person. Bo? No, Derek. Winkler. No. Bo Fonzie. Derek Henry. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Chad, is there anything better than picture puzzles? No. All right, you guys are going to win, but for 300, name the player. Oops. That's me. Sean. Sean Penn. Murphy Brown, played by... Uh, Sean Brown Bunting. Sean Murphy Bunting! Yes, you idiot! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ruby. <laughs> Folks, that about wrap up another episode number 102. Thanks so much for liking. Thanks so much for subscribing. Thanks so much for putting up with our lack of brains, if we only had a brain. Drew, as always, you're the best co-host of the trivia and the insight on the Vikings and the jokes. And I just love doing the show with you. Ruby, With without you, this show wouldn't even wouldn't even be a thing and of course the folks that watch it mean the absolute world to us in terms of you know liking subscribing uh commenting doing all you do make sure you tune in next week and stay along for the ride for this season i think it's going to be a whole heck of a lot of fun we've got our live sunday post game shows coming up with our buddy chris on viking support rewind with the regular season and everything else but for now that's all i got buddy take us home somewhere over the rainbow cool talking little wizard of oz tonight going over some viking stuff we're right there ted we got vikings football coming up thank you for tuning in be sure to like and subscribe and ring the bell i don't know what that means but it's on my sheet here to say it so it's football it's fun and it's vikings report with drew and ted and tooses say good night ted good night ted <laughs> Scarecrow! <laughs> yeah! <laughs>